is healing such a big part of Jesus' life and ministry? If you think it's to get rid of sickness, you would only be partly right. It's something much more than that. And the leper in the gospel points us to what that greater thing is that Jesus is trying to accomplish with every healing miracle that he does. Listen to the words that the leper uses when he approaches Jesus. He says, make me clean. He doesn't say, cure me. He doesn't say, get rid of my leprosy. But he says, make me clean. When a priest goes to anoint a sick person, the prayer that the priest uses, again, points us to what the goal of Jesus is in his healing miracles. The priest says, while he anoints the person, he says, through this holy anointing, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. This is the goal of Jesus. This is the goal of God in bringing us healing. And because of that, physical healing isn't always the goal. But if God wants to draw us in the help of the Holy Spirit to free us from sin, to raise us up, to make us clean, then why do we hear in Leviticus, a book of God's law, that lepers should be cast out and that whenever anybody walks by, they need to put their finger on their lip and cry out, unclean, unclean. It seems like the exact opposite. And in a way it is. Because see, the Jews before Jesus didn't have an answer to sin or to death. And leprosy with the pus and the blood pointed to death. And in Jewish culture, those kind of diseases pointed to some sin. If you had that kind of illness, you or your parents must have committed some sin for you to be punished in this way. And so they were cast out because there was no remedy to the sin or to the sickness. The only way that they came back is if their sickness had disappeared. They would show themselves to the priest. The priest would diagnose whether they had really been cured or not. And then they could come back because the sin and the death had left them. But as long as this mark of sin and death remained with them, they were pushed away because they had no answer. They didn't know how to deal with sin and with death. And this is the beauty of this encounter in the gospel today. See, first, the leper goes beyond the bounds of what he's supposed to do. He doesn't cry out, unclean, unclean, while Jesus walks by. He rushes to him and begs him. Because he knows that he is unclean, but he knows who can make him clean. And then Jesus, out of pity, out of great compassion, reaches out and touches him, thereby making himself unclean in order to make this leprous man clean. Clean meaning that he is now free of the sin and the death that are attached to his disease. That's the goal of Jesus in every healing miracle that he accomplishes, is to cleanse us, to save us, 
to make us whole again. And when we think about illness, I think there's kind of two parts to it. There's the diagnosis and there's the healing itself. In talking with doctors, one thing that really annoys them nowadays is WebMD. Why? Because a lot of people go online to WebMD and they think about all their symptoms and they look up all their symptoms they go, oh my goodness, I have cancer. And they go to their doctor and they tell their doctor, I have cancer. We can't diagnose ourselves. We can't diagnose our own sickness. A doctor doesn't even diagnose himself, he goes to another. A psychiatrist doesn't treat themselves, they go to another psychiatrist. If we try to diagnose ourselves, we're never going to find what the problem is. In the psalm that we sang today, it says that I acknowledged my sin before you. Part of it is being willing to face that sin, that death, that illness in us. And to do that, we don't do it ourselves. The second part, the healing. The healing, again, sometimes when we think about healing, we want the quick fix. We want the remedy right away that's going to make it all go away right now. If somebody has heart disease, doctor, where's the pill that'll make it go away? If you break a leg, you say, I want a wheelchair. But is that really going to make things better? If someone has heart disease, the cure to avoid that in the first place is a healthy diet, exercise, an active life. A pill doesn't make it go away, it just treats symptoms. A broken leg, if you just sit in a wheelchair from the time that you break your leg, you're never going to fully recover. Because if you've broken a bone before, what it takes is rehab. You need to put yourself through some suffering, some strain, to build up the bone again and strengthen the muscle so you can recover. But in both of those cases, do they usually happen alone? No. We need another. This is the beauty of the leprous man coming to Jesus. He doesn't come to him asking for the cure. But he comes to Jesus and says, you can make me clean. He's willing to acknowledge his uncleanliness and knows that Jesus has the answer. So when it comes to our own diagnosis with whatever we need to be diagnosed of, whether it's that anger, that lust in our heart, that resentment, that deep-seated anxiety, that impatience, whatever it is, are we willing to face it? Are we willing to put ourselves into a situation where we really have to confront the real consequences and effect of that illness of our soul? Because often we're not. Often we act much more like the Jews before Jesus, where we just want to put it aside because we can't really confront it. It's a little bit too much. But then when the consequences of that illness of our soul come to the surface, then we want a remedy. We want it to be taken away. I can't believe I got angry again. Make the anger go away. I don't want to be angry anymore. Are we willing to face it? And then in the healing, are we willing to give up 
and to do what we need to to heal. And hopefully what you hear in that is the gift of confession. That's what we do every time we go to confession. It's hard to go to confession. Why? Because we have to face that sickness, that sin, that death in us. We face it. And we make it harder on ourselves, but better because we're doing it before the priest. When we do it just before God, it's much easier not to really face it. But when we have to speak it out loud to another person who embodies Christ for us, Jesus, the healer, we face it. And by facing it in the confession, we say, Jesus, you can heal me. You can make me whole. And from there, we begin the process of healing, growing in virtue and in dependence on the grace of God. Because St. Paul talks about salvation. The word salvation comes from the same word as health, being whole, being healthy. The healing that we're looking for is a healing into eternal life. That's what Jesus wants. That's what he accomplishes in the healing of the leprous man. He finds freedom again. He finds joy again. He's reinstated back into the community. This is the goal of the anointing of the sick. When a priest comes and he prays the prayer, through this holy anointing, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. So maybe think about this leading into Lent. Are you willing to face that sickness in your soul? That sin that you've struggled with for a really long time? That vice in your life that you cling to because you don't think you can live without it? Are you willing to face it, truly face that sin, that death in you? And then, are you willing to let someone else help you through that healing? First, Jesus. And then maybe another, a spouse, a good friend, a family member. Because we don't heal on our own. We need help. We can't diagnose ourselves. We can't heal ourselves. But we can face our sin and we can ask for the help. We can face our sin in Jesus, the compassionate one who reaches out and touches us, and in Jesus who gives us the grace to heal to be saved.